Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton, and what an incredible weekend we just had in the Ivy Leagues. Congratulations to Columbia Ivy League Playoff Series champions. We are going to get into all of that today. Guys, make sure you go check me out. It's at Tom Barton Sports. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. I love interacting with each and every one of you. And make sure you go check out my YouTube channels, Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube as well. If you guys want any questions, have anything that you want to add to the show, please. I love getting feedback. So if you don't have the social media account, that's perfectly okay. Go and shoot me an email. It's Tom Barton Sports over at gmail.com. That's Tom Barton Sports at gmail.com. Look, today we are going to just get into and celebrate the weekend that we just had for the Ivy League Playoff Series Championship over in Major League Baseball or uh, over in uh, Ivy League Baseball, I should say. Uh, and it, it had a major league feel. It really did. It was a cool storyline. It was the two best teams by far all year. It was uh, drama. There was excitement. There was good pitching. There was good hitting. I mean, it had everything. So I want to kind of get into that, and we just want to kind of tip our caps, so to speak, and really kind of get into the, everything that happened over the weekend because we do have to really give credit where credit is due. And Columbia has been the prevailing best team in the league since the inception. We went over it with their giant 19-game winning streak and everything that they did have here. But you got to give them even more credit here because they had their backs against the wall. They actually had to complete the doubleheader and the doubleheader sweep over Penn to come back and win the playoff championship series. That is amazing. The way that it was done was really good. So let's get into it. Okay. So you get into Columbia 29 and 16. Uh, Penn was 33 and 15. We know that Columbia had the streak and everything that they did. Um, the situation of how this all went down was just phenomenal. And I want to take you through the weekend. Now, just to give you this out front, it's going to be Columbia's seventh appearance in the NCAA regionals. It's their first since 2018. So this also the sixth time the Lions have uh, moved on under their head coach, and that's going back to 2008. So Columbia is now 18 and six in elimination games, going back to the 2013 Fullerton Regional, which is just just fantastic. I mean, it really is. You talk about the pitching, and the pitching was excellent, and the pitching. You know, you go out there and you're going to think about this and you're going to think about pitching. And even, uh, you know, the head coach said, oh, look, it's all about pitching. And Sean Higgins uh, set the tone. We got into that. But but the offense was good also. The offense got the clutch hits when they needed the clutch hits. After losing the first game, it's easy to kind of put your head down. You got to go into the next day and you don't have to win two in a row. You got to win two in a row in the same game, sweeping a doubleheader in any division at any age is really hard. It's really hard. And you got to get that first win in order to kind of catapult yourself and put you on a platform to get that second win. So Sean Higgins was fantastic. He went six innings, 
Uh, Griffin Paltry got the save. And, and this is really what you want. You want to put that first foot forward, and here we go. Here's what they're going to give. Um, Andy Leone gave them an outstanding four innings. One more in work for Billy Black, who got a save as well. Uh, Austin Morey on the offensive side, he looked really good. Look, he did 444 with four RBIs and two walks. <laughs> yeah, you you look at that and you go, yeah, that, that, that's that's fantastic no matter who you are. We've talked about Cole Hage a couple of times here. He batted 308 over the weekend, three RBIs, four runs scored. He got some big-time contributors. But I like that it was an entire team effort. I mean, that's really what it was. It was an entire weekend where the entire team stepped up. And you've got to like that. So we'll go to that game two, which was kind of the closeout game, right? Um, you wanted to kind of get that started. Columbia got three runs with two outs, getting RBI single uh, right there. And, and they added another run later on when it came around to score by a fielding error. So they got right on the board right away. And you look at the box score and you know how important that was to kind of get that right then and there. So game one, we'll talk about first. First, first we'll take a peek at game one. I mentioned, you know, Higgins and Paltry got, got uh, Palfrey got the save. Excellent. Uh, the big RBIs, uh, Selenensky and Eberly got the RBIs. This was a game where it was nothing, nothing going into the fourth. And the three runs come in the fourth. Now, in a must-win game, in a must-win situation, you're up 3-0. Now, Penn cuts into the lead a little bit, and it's 3-1. Columbia comes back and makes it 4-1. Penn cuts into the lead a little bit, it's 4-2. And then it was zeros from then on out. It was zeros from there on out, and that's perfectly fine. So you got game one, and you, you look at game one and how it unfolded, and you go, yeah, that's exactly what you need. You need a quick, quick lead, sit on the lead, and just rely upon your pitching. Well, game two, oh, more of the same. Nothing, nothing after the first two by Columbia in the second inning. And you go, okay, there you go. That that might be enough because of how they pitched. Uh, Leon, fantastic. Black was fantastic. Got quite a few, um, you know, RBIs from Columbia and what they've done here. Hage, McGregor, Mowry, all RBIs. They had big games. So it was 2 nothing. Then it was 4 nothing after 5. Then it was 4-1. Small comeback, not, not to be done. Come back the next top of the inning, and it was already 6-1, closing it out at 9-1. to And once they got that first couple of runs in Game 2, it, you just felt it. You know, you just, you just felt the way that it was going to go. Um, the last inning of the third, the last of the third inning had a couple of double plays. Joshua Solomon gunned down at, uh, they gunned down the pen runner at home to end the eighth inning as well. So three inning ending double plays. Really, it, like I said, it wasn't just pitching, which was fantastic. It wasn't just the hitting, which was fantastic. It was the fielding as well. So you have tremendous pitching efforts from both starters, pit, uh, starting pitchers who gave you some length, who gave you some pretty dominant performances. Two saves by two guys that shut it down without a problem. Middle relief was perfectly fine. You look at the middle relief, they held them in there. And there was some clutch hitting. But the fielding also, three double plays is going to do it. And it was three double plays where the one in the eighth was a double play. The Penn started to kind of build a threat. Penn started to sort of build something there. And then, no, we're going to end that right away. And that's, that's how it went down. You look at what Black did. 
right? And, and you think about what he can be on the next level and what he's going to be, how important he's going to be. I liked everything I saw from him in game three, which was game two of that day. Just absolutely fantastic. So the Lions advance, and I hate to say when you look at a team and you go, they should have, or you were rooting for them. Look, I had no other rooting interest other than doing an Ivy League program for you guys and enjoying the Ivy Leagues and thinking, okay, who's the Ivy League team that could kind of go on the next round? I give full credit to Penn. Penn stealing that first game, and I say stealing that first game because they, they, they did. You know, everybody was up against it. Everybody thought Columbia was going to win that first game. Penn stealing that first game, good for you. Penn had a good season. Can't take anything away from them. But a piece of me was kind of rooting for Columbia. I thought that they could do damage the next round. And I did like that, to me, the best team comes out on top. And that doesn't always happen in the Ivy Leagues. And it certainly doesn't always happen in sports itself. It doesn't always happen that the best team advances. It doesn't always happen that the best team in your conference is representing you in the postseason or representing you in the next round. That doesn't always happen. In this case, I think it did. And this is, again, not a slight to anybody. Harvard had a good year. We know that. Not a slight at all to Penn, who had a good season, and they put up a good fight, and they were, look, they were two runs away uh, from really putting this thing away and them moving on. And we would have been talking about the upset Cinderella story that they are. And there's nothing against them, but I like the best to play the best. I like the best to represent the best. And Columbia representing this year's Columbia baseball team in this season, the Columbia baseball team representing the Ivy Leagues at the next level, representing what the Ivy Leagues can be. I feel comfortable with them moving on to the next level. I feel comfortable that they are going to be able to put up a fight, put up some damage, maybe win a couple of games here on the next level because I do believe in this Columbia team. And again, it's not that one highlight thing, right? I think their pitching is fantastic. Their hitting is obviously very good and their defense really came up huge. It is the fact that it's a team that has grown throughout the season. We highlighted this a couple of times on this show already where Columbia got better as the year went on. Columbia just got better and better and better. And when they hit their stride, it seemed like nobody could beat them. Now, most of their year was led by that just tremendous, ridiculous offense. And when I say tremendous, ridiculous offense, I'm talking about an offense that was scoring 10, 11, 12, 15 points, runs every single game. I mean, it was over and over and over. They just continued to score. It was the offense, but remember, I told you guys, don't overlook this pitching and the defense. And here it was. It really came out to play. So a couple of game notes, and this is from uh, GoColumbiaLions.com. I'm, I'm stealing some of these game notes. McGregor, 17 doubles this season, places him in a tie for third all-time in program history. So you look at McGregor, you go, yeah, he's making history. Page um, reached base in 43 games that he has played in. He's reached base every single game. You think that he's not going to be a next a, a big-time player and the cog in the middle of this lineup? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're going to have to figure out a way to pitch around him. you got to love that. Lions set a single-season record with 793 total bases this season. 324 RBIs also set a program record for RBIs in the season. 481 hits placed them second all-time in program history, and they set the all-time record for doubles with 105 over the course of the year. Plus, the 366 runs set a program record. You think this offense is, is not dynamic? This is historic. Most runs ever, most doubles ever for in program history, second most hits in program history, ties RBIs in program history, 
Single season program record, 793 total bases in throughout program history. This is all program history. Program history. Um, they also a second all-time in wins. They got 29 wins on the season. Second all-time in wins. So, look, the Lions earned this. The Lions deserve this. It was a very exciting weekend. If you're an Ivy League fan, it was an exciting, exciting weekend. And we, we need more of this for Ivy League baseball. We need more of this. But now I'm shutting the page here, and I'm on to the next round. Because I think the Lions can do something on the national stage. I think the Lions have the ability to do something on the big stage and to earn even more respect. They started to get it over the course of the season. And, and I feel like with the Ivy League, sometimes you could get a minute of success and then you're kind of forgotten. I think they're going to do well in the regionals. Speaking of the regionals, what we do have is the Lions now will wait until uh, the tournament bracket is set. They're going to find out the regional schedule on Monday, May 30th. So we're recording this a week away. So it'll be a, a little little bit less than a week after you're hearing this. You can watch the selection show on ESPN2. That'll be kind of cool for the program. And again, that is the highlight of the program that we want to see. So congratulations to Columbia. Congratulations to Penn putting up a fight. But congratulations to Columbia. I, I will make sure that next week when we do this, going to break down who their opponent is. We'll go real into it. I want to give a lot of credit to this Columbia team, so I want to spend a lot of time on this Columbia team. All right, guys, I hope you did enjoy. Please check me out at Tom Barton Sports. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter, TomBartonSports.com. I hope you all enjoyed. Hey, congratulations again. Columbia, we're all rooting for you now. Now we're all, all Ivy League fans are all Columbia Lions baseball fans. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.